It's Monday, September 20th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. France stepped up its opposition to a security agreement the U.S. crafted with Australia and the U.K., criticizing the Biden administration's failure to keep its allies apprised of sweeping foreign policy initiatives after the pact led to the loss of a lucrative French submarine deal. On Sunday, French Foreign Minister Jean Yves Le Drian discussed the strategic consequences of the current crisis with its ambassadors from the U.S. and Australia who were recalled for consultations. French President Emmanuel Macron is also expected to speak in the coming days with President Biden, officials from both countries say, in a sign of the depth of France's frustration over the security pact. Mr. Le Drian likened French anger over the security pact to the blowback from American allies over the Biden administration's abrupt and messy withdrawal from Afghanistan. As the U.S. bolsters its foreign policy to counter China, President Biden has promised a collective campaign with a constellation of like-minded Democratic allies. But the diplomatic rupture with France over the new security pact shows the administration is struggling to maintain that unity even among its closest friends. In Congress, a partisan fight over raising the government's borrowing limit is expected to ratchet up this week, with Democrats moving ahead with a vote in the face of a strident GOP opposition, raising doubts about whether Congress will take action before the federal government runs out of cash. The standoff has alarmed Wall Street analysts and business leaders, who in recent weeks have issued warnings about a rising risk of technical default in which the government might be unable to make all of its regular payments in full and on time. The threat of such a default could derail markets and hit U.S. economic growth. Democrats are tackling the debt ceiling at the same time they are working to resolve a thicket of issues regarding the $3.5 trillion social welfare and climate plan, including splits over the overall price tag, prescription drug costs, tax changes, and climate proposals. House Democrats plan to hold a vote this week on a measure to suspend the debt limit and a short-term measure extending the government's funding beyond its expiration at month's end. Democratic leaders haven't yet said whether the debt limit suspension would be attached to the spending patch, although aides have indicated that is likely. In other news, natural gas prices have surged, prompting worries about winter shortages and forecasts for the most expensive fuel since frackers flooded the market more than a decade ago. U.S. natural gas futures ended Friday at 5.105 per million BTUs. They were about half that six months ago and have leapt 17% this month. It is supposed to be off-season for demand, and prices haven't climbed so high since blizzards froze the Northeast in early 2014. Analysts say that it might not have to get that cold this winter for prices to reach heights unknown during the shale era, which transformed the U.S. from a gas importer to supplier to the world. Rock-bottom gas prices have been a reliable feature of the U.S. economy since the financial crisis. Gas crashed and never recovered thanks to the abundance extracted with sideways drilling and hydraulic fracturing. Gas is burned to generate electricity and heat in homes and to make plastic, steel, and fertilizer. A substantial and sustained increase in price would be felt from households to heavy industry. And. 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is the top film at the box office for the third straight weekend, but the muted reception for Clint Eastwood's Cry Macho suggests older moviegoers still aren't as eager to return to theaters. Marvel's Shang-Chi, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, has held better in theaters than most films during the pandemic. Its 37% drop in the third weekend is the best third-week hold for any Marvel movie ever. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Marvel's first Asian superhero movie, has earned an estimated $320.6 million worldwide. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.